0: coming
1: up oh look oh they don't differentiate
2: this lends itself to a bit of control freakery doesn't it it felt like you just breezed through it
1: a mysterious vessel
0: floats silently on the water i don't
1: know i think i'll get my coat
0: you had me entranced with it let's just try this way controversial i did the gear change at a slightly different point there
2: i'm really 795 years old it's my natural tendency
0: (laughs) and now enjoy the podcast how do you say that? How do you say that? How do you say that? How, how do, do you, you say, say that? that? Hello and welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That? Sponsored by britishvoiceover.co.uk, the podcast for voiceovers, podcasters and anyone else with a professional interest in how your script should sound. Now, Sam Boffin, my usual co-host, can't be with us today. So stepping into her shoes on presenting duty is Claire Reeves. Hello, Claire. Hello, Mark. Now, today's fun fact about Claire is that this week she went to an audio clean with a sound bath. What What on earth is a sound bath, Claire?
2: Well, that's funny that you say it was an audio clean because I hadn't thought of it that way at all <laughs> until you say that. I had never been to a sound bath before, but they've become a bit of a thing locally, so I went. It was a group of people, only four yeah. of us. Lying on the floor in a very relaxing room, the guy leading the session was playing gongs and beautiful instruments and making incredible sounds that we had to basically just lie there and absorb for an hour and a half.
0: It sounds amazing. (laughs) And how did you feel when it finished?
2: Well he said at the beginning, look, this isn't gonna just feel massively relaxing. This is a journey that you're gonna go on. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> but you do. There was a point in it. Some of the noises kind of trigger things in different people. Look, it depends oh. if you believe this stuff, really. You sound baffled. <laughs> I
0: am a bit I am a bit baffled, but it sounds great.
2: So all my sound is clean.
0: <laughs> Good. I'm so pleased to hear it.
2: Um well my co-host is Mark Rise, who knows lots about the best holiday destinations because Mm -hmm. he was the voice of Thomas Cook TV for nearly a decade.
0: Ah, yes, I got to talk about the Maldives and never go there. Got to talk about all of the best resorts in the world and never go there. But sit in my booth and just oh. talk about them. So, I know. Yeah, I know a lot about them, just never been. I know. That's oh, scary, isn't oh. it? <laughs> well, of course, it's not just us. Every week, we invite a voiceover guest to come and share their opinions and their talent. And this week, it's the redhead voiceover herself, Natalie Chisholm. Hi, Natalie.
1: Hello, Mark. How are you?
0: Yeah, really well, really well. So, um... Claire, tell us more about Natalie.
2: This is like, this is a bit like the This Is Your
1: Life
0: bit, isn't it? It is it its a bit. <laughs>
2: Natalie Chisholm is a British female voiceover with a voice that's down-to-earth and approachable through to cheeky and fun. She's <laughs> regularly praised for sounding natural, chatty and warm, quite rightly so, and her natural East Midlands accent can often be heard too.
0: She's a former BBC journalist and producer and made the leap into voiceover in 2015 and hadn't looked back. So I have two BBCers in my midst today, so I better watch myself. Uh, Natalie, have you got? A fun fact that you can share with us
1: i have uh i am a qualified rugby referee because <gasps> before i left the bbc my journey was into rugby commentary right no yes, was I, it yeah that was that was my goal i think at the time and uh children came along and kind of changed the trajectory a bit but yes i i I'd always gone and watched my husband play rugby, and it was like, well, if you can't beat them, join them. So I became a reporter for the local small commercial radio station, and I used to go and report on the matches. And when I got to the BBC, I thought, I really want to do something more than just be a producer. So. Yeah. I loved the game of rugby there were no female rugby commentators at the time there was one female football commentator and that was jackie oatley mm-hmm. and i thought why not i know the game and i thought well actually i should really get to understand the game a bit more so i actually went and did um, the rfu uh, referee course amazing i'm kind of glad i changed my mind i still love rugby i still watch it and still understand it so that's really good but um I, you know, I've definitely
2: chosen the right path now. Doing what I do, got so much respect for commentators because if it was me, I'd be like, Oh look! Oh God! Oh, did you see that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, no, something just happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, let's have a look at our first script of the show and ask, How do you say that?
0: Play. How do you say that? Now, Claire, you've been working on this first script this week and it seems like quite a wordy corporate. What else can you tell us?
2: Yeah, I enjoy a wordy corporate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things I enjoy because I'm funny like that. I do get quite a lot of them and I may have mentioned before that I get quite a lot of wordy corporates for sort of infrastructure.
0: You do. You love an infrastructure, don't you?
2: Oil rigs are my top favourite. Let's, let's be honest. Uh, but railway infrastructure, yeah, we can do that. So this actually falls into that category. And this script came to me from a client in France. So it's really about making it live for an audience whose first language isn't necessarily English. A lot of these words are words that you can associate with those companies. They've got to get those in there somewhere, you know, for the company brand and corporate vibe, you know.
0: It does feel like there are almost too many words in each sentence.
2: So breathing's important.
0: Yeah, just a bit. (laughs) Natalie, what was your first thought when you saw it?
1: Well, the first line made me think it was for something else, but um, I'm sure that'll come across when Claire <laughs> reads it, but or um, uh, one of us reads it. But yeah, the words, again, for me, it was the structure, the sentence structure. And when you get these sorts of things through, I mean, the words themselves are straightforward and I understand them, but actually making them sound right in the context they're in and the way it's written i'm really keen to hear how claire reads this because i know this is something she loves and does all the time so she's (laughs) going to be great so i'm in for the uh the learning experience here
0: unfortunately of course natalie you and i have to have a go first oh do we (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm afraid that's just the way the show works i'm afraid
2: okay (laughs) yeah it's all right (laughs) i'll sit back and relax
0: i'll go first so so i'll make a i'll make an idiot myself first okay (laughs) here we go then For them. For her. For him. Because talking about trains means, without saying it, talking about climate. Because trains must become the backbone of tomorrow's mobility. And have made us dream since we were children. But there's a reality. In a world ever more urbanised, global demand for transport is growing fast. Passenger and freight activity are expected to more than double by 2050. And expectations for green, efficient, smart and integrated whole journey solutions are hugely increasing. Rail manufacturers and operators must rapidly assess design changes and their effect upon system functionality and performance, embracing rolling stock full life cycle from design and verification and validation up to test and commissioning.
2: Well, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: No. And we got through it in the end, but wow. <laughs> How did you feel doing that? It felt like the sentences were too long. It felt like you really wanted to breathe earlier than you could. Mm. In a way. Yeah. Does
2: that make sense? It does. I mean there's not a huge amount of punctuation and there's an extra there's an extra part of the sentence, at least one yeah. extra part of the sentence than you than you kind of want <laughs> it
1: to be, isn't it? Yes, exactly. I thought you did really well. I thought it made perfect sense the way you punctuated it, the way you paused. I was going, okay, yeah, he's done that there. Yeah, he's done that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going up and down going, okay, that's how you do it.
0: (laughs) Did you have your markup pen with you?
1: (laughs) I wish I had. Never mind.
0: (laughs) I mean, I realise that we've only got the beginning of this script. It was much, much Mm -hmm. longer, the the script that you originally worked on. Yes, it was. Literally, we've only got time for the first couple of paragraphs. But it was an odd way to introduce an explainer, Mm. I think.
2: Mm. Yeah, Yes. I mean, it's a it's a very corporate film. It, it kind of lives in the world of the corporate rather than the mm-hmm. explainer corporate.
0: There is one more question before you have a go, though, Natalie. That uh-huh. For them, for her, for him at the top, I'm yeah. I'm yeah. guessing these are these are families or or people that that the, the the film is highlighting, and it's all about them.
2: Yeah, this is about the people that the trains move mm. ultimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see pictures of people using transport systems at the beginning, and I think it just brings it. It starts it off in a context where it feels quite manageable and quite human, and then that's picked up on by that whole first paragraph about the dreaming bit.
0: Does that help, Natalie?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, that's great.
0: Go on in your own time, then. I want to hear this. <sighs> okay.
1: For them, for her, for him. Because talking about trains means, without saying it, talking about climate. Because trains must become the backbone of tomorrow's mobility and have made us dream since we were children. But there's a reality. In a world ever more urbanised, global demand for transport is growing fast. Passenger and freight activity are expected to more than double by 2050. And expectations for green, efficient, smart, and integrated whole journey solutions are hugely increasing. Rail manufacturers and operators must rapidly assess design changes and their effect upon system functionality and performance, embracing rolling stock full life cycle from design and verification and validation up to test and commissioning.
0: Good job. That is a terrible line at the end, isn't it? Design and verification and validate. Yes, it really is. But
1: even that bit where you go from operators must rapidly assess design changes and their effect upon it, then switches again. (laughs) Several (laughs) switches. My goodness. Yeah, that's that's tricky.
0: I noticed the switch right at the beginning, which was absolutely lovely because it was quite Mm. bright to begin with. And then you hit, but there's a reality. Mm. And it became much more serious. and, And you delved into that in your tone beautifully.
2: Okay, thank you very much. Do you know what's interesting? The brief for this one, because that sort of tone is lovely, and that's where I would have naturally gone with it, mm. had I not had the direction <laughs> to make it, here's the word, punchy. Ah.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. And they wanted it basically as fast as I could record it. Oh,
0: no. <sighs> Yes! Oh, no!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's been one of those days it's been hot in the booth. I want to hear it, Claire. I want oh, to hear yes. it. Oh, no. I'm so going to mess it up. I doubt <gasps> that. I doubt okay, that. OK, we'll see. We'll see what happens. For them, for her, for him. Because talking about trains means, without saying it, talking about climate. Because trains must become the backbone of tomorrow's mobility and have made us dream since we were children. But there's a reality. In a world ever more urbanised, global demand for transport is growing fast. Passenger and freight activity are expected to more than double by 2050. And expectations for green, efficient, smart and integrated whole journey solutions are hugely increasing. Rail manufacturers and operators must rapidly assess design changes and their effect upon system functionality and performance, embracing rolling stock full life cycle, from design and verification and validation up to testing and commissioning.
0: Bravo, bravo. Amazing. I want to take the scriptwriter and producer to one side and go, you do realise you ruined that by making her go quickly, don't you?
2: Can I tell you why they wanted it fast?
0: Because they only had three minutes of pictures? What?
2: Yes, but do you know why? (laughs) No. (laughs) Because the guide voiceover was... No, don't say it. A.I. No. (laughs) No. So there's a whole thing where videos are now being edited... To To an AI chat. Oh, that is dreadful. Oh
1: God. And then they think that's what we've got to deliver. That's how we need to send. Yes.
0: Oh. Oh, Yes. But you're delivering the AI read
1: with
2: with humanity. Humanity. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I live this scenario quite often at the moment. (laughs) Mm, That is
0: awful. It's a bit frustrating. But if you are a scriptwriter or a producer happening to listen to this, yeah. An AI voice won't let it breathe for you because the one thing it can't do no, is pace.
2: I'm hugely conscious of landing the lines and the meaning yep. yeah. and cheating that a bit, which means sometimes you can speed up a little bit to add if something doesn't need much, and then you can slow down on the bits that really do need the emphasis. You know what I mean? Yep. And mm-hmm. that is a way that I try and cheat it when I'm mimicking the pace of an AI. But I yeah. will always say, look, I'm human. You've employed me to be a human, so let's do human take on that. Um, And I did breathe in better places, I think, when I did it for real.
0: I thought you did excellently, but that does explain it, and it explains it in the most terrifying, awful way.
2: This is why I wanted to bring you this script, because it's so full of little dilemmas, aside from the words.
0: Everyone listening to this, Claire, will have breathed the same exclamation that we did going, oh, no.
2: So the modern world of voiceover is about being given something that's a little bit too long that's come from somebody who doesn't understand why you can't quite fit that in because the yeah. AI voice can. Yeah. And this is part of our modern world of voiceover, isn't and it? And doesn't understand why that sounds bad.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing. Mm. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. When you see kids yeah. now, though, they are so conditioned with it. It's on everything, everything they watch, everything mm. they see, that it's it's normal for them. They don't yeah. differentiate and it's you know i guess it's just an element of education here
2: how
0: do you say that in the first script there claire we, we're all feeling a bit down now i think after that i think i think <laughs> yeah. we need to bring Sorry the show right that. back it up wasn't again
2: that was my intention to <laughs> upset everyone no but it's the reality isn't it yeah, i think it that's is. it it's worthwhile remembering that these are in fact real scripts we've been working on yep. but we've changed names and some details to avoid copyright issues well, it's interesting you say that, because actually, Natalie's
0: script that you've brought in, we've been allowed to do the actual script, haven't we, Natalie?
2: We have indeed,
1: yes. Um, kind permission from the uh, producer. So, um, yeah, this is one of the ones I've been working on. Well, I worked on it a couple of weeks ago. The reason I chose it is it when we were going through what um, the client wanted, and mm-hmm. uh, the amount of variations we did was quite something. So Because for me, when I first read it, I mean, you could almost... Uh, you know, sort of play around with it. And you can't have it too serious, but then you can't have it too silly either because it could err yeah. on the side of, you know, sort of yeah. comical, if, mm-hmm. um, which when we read it, there's maybe a word in there or two that might lend itself to that, which you'll see. I I think you and I, Clara, it's fairly safe to say, and probably you as well, Mark, we're audio geeks. We are, and absolutely.
0: Yeah, and a we, lot of people listening yeah, to this are audio a geeks very, as well. very long yes.
1: time. And it's just these yes. things that you pick up on. And the person listening to the radio doesn't pick up on that because that's not what they're listening for whereas we're listening go, oh hang on a minute they did that like that okay and oh wonder why they did it like that and it's yeah. like you question
0: so natalie this is a 30 second commercial it, it was produced by uh, ali at maple street
1: it was indeed. and
0: so it's called the ghost ship so it's it about is. a book an e-book mm-hmm. let's get claire mm-hmm. to do it just because so, then we can talk oh. about it a, a little bit more sorry claire you go first this time <laughs> okay then <laughs>
2: Right, going to bring you a different vibe to my last read. Ooh. The year is 1621. A mysterious vessel floats silently on the water. They call it the Ghost Ship. Aboard are two lovers on a dangerous journey to escape their fate. The Ghost Ship, from best-selling author Kate Moss, is an epic tale of love, revenge and piracy. Rebellion Takes to the High Seas in the Ghost Ship. Available to order now in hardback, ebook, and audiobook. Nice. I don't know, I think I'll get my coat. Um...
0: <laughs> it was a lovely read. <laughs> it was really
2: and... nice. It was great, Claire. Oh, thanks. Probably a bit slow. It's my natural tendency. <laughs>
0: We've kept the note within the script, Music Begins, String Folk Orchestral. Mm. And it does, it changes, the script changes after that point anyway, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, as a beat change, and you did there,
0: that. You there. did that. Beauty. The beat change was really nice, and it was noticeable as well. I was looking out for it. Yes, as Natalie says, so. we're audio geeks.
2: I thought it
1: was lovely. You could hear the the gear change in it, and you could hear the warmth coming through as well, which is yep. lovely. And and actually, that was part of the direction I got. So, gosh, she didn't, you know. Oh, good. There you go. <laughs> I should have got something a bit more tricky, shouldn't I? No, you, as far as I'm concerned, you nailed it. So it sounded oh, thank great. thank you. Let's hear from you, shall we, Mark? What have you got?
0: Oh, OK. <laughs> yes. All right, then. The year is 1621. A mysterious vessel floats silently on the water. They call it the Ghost Ship. Aboard are two lovers on a dangerous journey to escape their fate. The Ghost Ship from best selling author Kate Moss is an epic tale of love, revenge, and piracy. Rebellion takes to the high seas in the ghost ship. Available to order now in hardback, ebook, and audiobook.
1: Very nice. Nice.
2: Yes.
0: I did the gear yes. change at a slightly different point there, I think. You went ghost ship, didn't you? The second one, yes, because after aboard a bored, uh, two lovers on a yeah. dangerous journey to escape the fair, I did it there, rather than when but the music did. began. Yes. Mm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. But good.
0: Controversial. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> but it seemed like, it's almost seemed like, here's the story, here's the voiceover.
2: Yes. Yes. It's almost another gear change, isn't it? Yeah, Because you've got, they call it the ghost ship that says, yep, yeah, this is telling us what it is about. Then you've got some description of actually the content. And then you're coming at it almost uh, giving it sort of the whole pack shot thing, aren't you? Here's yeah. the ghost ship from bestselling author, you know, describing it. So it's interesting. Almost totally. every line in that script is potentially a gear change. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when we recorded it, mm. that's what we did. We did lots of different takes, lots of different, um, you know, variations of very mysterious or a bit more upbeat and, and then something, you know, sort of very sort of
2: straight down the line narration. And yeah. Yeah. It's one of those scripts. The more you look at it, the more you can do with it, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Which, is, which could send you do Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it
1: didn't quite do that for me no Ali was great because and, he goes, and I, it was almost like that train of thought in you know being an audio producer going Let's just try it this way,
0: yeah. Because of it's
1: that thing where you think, actually, if I just turn it a little bit more to the left or to the right, yeah. it could sound so different. And actually, that's maybe what I'm looking for.
0: Well, unusually for this episode, we've actually got the full finished version. But we're going to get Natalie oh, to—we're going to get Natalie to actually read it live, in the Darn way it. that she thinks she did it, and then we'll compare <laughs> it to the real thing.
2: Oh dear. <laughs> okay.
1: It's very sneaky, Mark.
0: Tis a bit, isn't it?
1: Okay. The year is 1621. A mysterious vessel floats silently on the water. They call it the Ghost Ship. Aboard are two lovers on a dangerous journey to escape their fate. The Ghost Ship, from bestselling author Kate Moss, is an epic tale of love, revenge and piracy. Rebellion takes to the high seas in the Ghost Ship. Available to order now in hardback, ebook, and audiobook.
0: That's lovely, and there wasn't as much of a gear change as either Claire or I put in there.
2: Was there not? It was more <laughs> subtle.
0: It was more, much more subtle, and 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 fully yes. valid, fully valid for what we were seeing.
2: I have a feeling there was something very, I don't know. There's. I got history from it. Why would yeah. I get history from it? No, but I could I agree sense with you. it was yeah. of its age somehow. Interesting. I'm not saying they were recording this in 1621 because <laughs> That'd be impressive. that would be foolish. But <laughs> impressive is the word. But I could sense there was a, almost a historical aspect to your delivery, which I hadn't, hadn't occurred to me at all. I'm really 795 years old. I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> She's wearing very well.
0: <laughs> Claire, would you like to listen to how it was in the final cut?
2: I'd so
1: love to hear that. Go on.
0: OK, let's hear
1: The year is 1621. A mysterious vessel floats silently on the water. They call it the Ghost Ship. Aboard are two lovers on a dangerous journey to escape their fate. The Ghost Ship, from best-selling author Kate Moss, is an epic tale of love, revenge and piracy. Rebellion takes to the high seas in The Ghost Ship. Available to order now in hardback, ebook, and audiobook.
0: It's a lovely commercial. It really is lovely.
2: You're much, much stronger on on the end than I was expecting.
0: Yes, the end tag, the call to action, is harder there, isn't it?
2: Mm. It is. And the way that oh, you say you. the first ghost ship is really interesting.
0: Let's mix it up a bit now, shall we, with the section of the show where it can all get a bit over the top if we're not too careful. It's the wild card section. So let's see if we can approach these scripts in a completely different way.
2: Natalie, can you pick one of the scripts for Mark, please, and think of a new motivation for him?
1: Oh, my word. Be Ooh, kind. A new motivation. <laughs> I, I, I will. Um, OK, can you do? I'm going to get you to do script
2: two, but right. can I get you to do He's it? He's pleased about that. <laughs>
0: I am. Oh no! You could. See, well, you I could can tell, change Claire. my mind. Could you, No, no, don't. No. <laughs> I could tell.
1: <laughs> um, could you do script two? But could you do it as if you were an animated character? I think maybe see what the script lends itself okay. to. Perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a think about that. Yeah. Go with whatever you feel comfortable with. Whether okay. you like, I don't know. Whether you like to do graph right, right, okay. right I'm, I'm a bulldog and i'm gonna beat you up or you know <laughs> whatever you want to do that kind of you feel lends itself okay. to the script
0: all right let's 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 pluck one out and see what comes out of my mouth shall we <laughs> it's like
2: the year
0: is 1621 a mysterious vessel floats silently on the water they call it the ghost ship aboard are two lovers on a dangerous journey to escape their fate. The Ghost Ship from best selling author Kate Moss is an epic tale of love, revenge, and piracy. Rebellion takes to the high seas in the ghost ship. Available to order now in Hardback,
1: eBook, and Audiobook. You sound like a game trailer.
0: <laughs> Sounds
1: like a video game trailer that is like a fantasy world.
0: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, I
1: quite like that. That was that.
2: cool. Mm. I got Scooby Doo vibes from yes, that. Yes, he had an Ooh, evil face like the, in, in my like head. The evil guy that yeah. they take the face off and go, and oh, we would have got away yes. with it as well. It hadn't if it wasn't been for evil. you, perishing kids. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. Yeah, I like
1: that.
0: Natalie, you'll go next, but Claire is going to suggest for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do really believe, Natalie, that. You've probably done this script enough now, and it's time for you to leave. Oh,
0: you're mean. It's time for you to leave the ghost ship behind. Oh, thanks. Yeah,
2: okay. um, And venture into the world of infrastructure. Oh, yay. So let's go there. Let's go with my script that I kindly wrote for everybody. You did. I reckon what we want is to hear this in the style of a very dramatic murder mystery audio book
1: <laughs> oh good lord yes. <laughs> okay.
0: wow <laughs>
1: okay good lord let's do this for them for her for him because talking about trains means without saying it talking about climate because trains must become the backbone Of tomorrow's mobility, and have made us dream since we were children. But there's a reality: in a world ever more urbanised, global demand for transport is growing fast.
0: That was great. Oh, you're stopping there. I thought that was great. You you had me entranced with it. No, 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 no. You had me entranced with it. That was lovely. Brilliant.
2: Yeah, I loved it so much. I was just. Even from the very first words, I was like, oh, I'm in it. And then because talking about trains means without saying. And I just, I, <laughs> I was just having to hold myself in here because I just was so proper funny. <laughs> know, it's absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? It's like that. Yeah, but brilliant. I love it. It felt more... You have a script that's one thing and you have a style that's something else. What are you paying more attention to? I'm paying more attention to the style than yeah, the words. Too. Yeah, me absolutely. too. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah it, it felt yeah. fun. I was kind of imagining the story, which is completely not related to trains, but um, I was <laughs> sensing
2: sort of dark streets and yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness. I never thought that could be some a- a- atmospheric,
1: really. I'll remember to do that on my next audition for Absolutely, uh, and, and that's
0: where the wild card comes in. Yes, too right. Uh, unfortunately, Claire, of course, you can't put your wild card off any longer.
2: Oh, I've really tried.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so I'm going to suggest one for you, but I am going to suggest that you do your script. But you would. <laughs> but because you are both ex-BBCers, I want mm. you to give me BBC One O'Clock News. Like no worries. S- television <laughs> newsreader, bam, 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 because okay. um, I think that I think that might fit this script. Maybe
2: we'll see. For them, for her, for him, because talking about trains means, without saying it, talking about climate. Because trains must become the backbone of tomorrow's mobility and have made us dream since we were children. But there's a reality. In a world ever more urbanised, global demand for transport is growing. Passenger and freight activity are expected to more than double by 2050. And expectations for green, efficient, smart and integrated whole journey solutions are hugely increasing. Rail manufacturers and operators must rapidly assess design changes and their effect upon system functionality and performance, embracing rolling stock full life cycle from design and verification and validation up to test and commissioning. Sophie Rayworth Move Aside. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I mean it's 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 fascinating,
0: isn't it, that it is a completely different take on both things. It's a different take on the script, but it's also a different take on on the newsreader in her studio. Because we could see that, I think.
2: Yes. You yeah. Could follow it completely. It's interesting because the second half of it that is more a uh, trickier yep. was easier in this style than in yes. the corporate style. Yeah. Because you're just spitting the words out in a slightly different way. Yes, indeed. It it felt like you just breezed through it.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to play along in the privacy of your own booth, we've put the scripts in the show notes so you can have a try out yourself.
2: And if you've got any voiceover questions you'd like answers to, and who doesn't, (laughs) you can send your question for future episodes to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk.
0: And our question this week is, have you, do you, or would you... Use a virtual assistant. What tasks might they take
1: off your hands for you? Oh,
2: good question. Mm. Natalie? Yes, a
1: very long list. Yes, if I, yeah. <laughs> Can someone do my accounting, please?
0: Okay, okay. Even though it's
1: online, I just need them to somebody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Is there anything in your day-to-day
0: workflow as a voiceover that, that they could do for you,
1: you think? I suppose there's an element of the marketing, but if you think about it, it's such... I find marketing is quite a personal thing because you're Mm. the one who knows what what clients you'd like to work with and therefore you want to research them, you want to make sure that they're a right fit for you and vice versa. So I guess if you trained a VA to do that for Mm -hmm. you, then that's great, but it's obviously finding the right person.
0: I mean, you've you've hit on there. It is all about the training the person Mm. to fit within your business, isn't it?
2: this lends itself to a bit of control freakery, doesn't it? Mm. Because we are our own product and only we really understand what we do, who we do it for, etc. And with the social media stuff, as much as you tell somebody who might know you quite well how you would word something, it's never going to be quite you. And you know I will bang on about authenticity till those cows come home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is it something that you would not even countenance then, Claire, in your business?
2: Not for that side. In all honesty, I've tried hiring a virtual assistant and I spent so much time explaining how I wanted things that I just thought it's taking more time for me to explain what I want and how I want it done. That might reflect on my communication style and my uh, micromanagement. But I just thought this isn't helping. This is just frustrating in a slightly different way. And that's no (laughs) problem with her. She was great. But she just had to deal with me, you know, with all my very specific requirements for how I wanted my business run.
0: When we had Emirates Sandu on the show a few weeks ago, he was talking about the fact that he had a Filipino um, virtual assistant and had trained yep. them up and had several over the years. And I, it it sent me away. And now I have a Filipino virtual assistant um, who cool. is researching through LinkedIn and through Google and all the various different things all of the production companies in America for me and find making mm-hmm. first contact with, you, you know, with emails and, and messages that, that we have pre-prepared. Yep. And I'm finding that actually I'm now on the books of a lot of American clients that I wasn't before.
2: Really good. But are those messages therefore coming from you via yes, so them? I, I, have you... I pre-did
0: yeah. them. I pre-did them. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. I think that's massively important. Yeah, Mm. I'm not ready
0: yet to put him in charge of my social media, but that might come Mm. as he learns Mm. more about me and more about the business. That might come.
2: And how do you, how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel like you're not spending time doing that? So you're able to, it's freeing you up mentally a bit, maybe?
0: It is freeing me up. And the point is, I probably wouldn't be bothered to do all of that research for all of those companies.
2: And they're literally global, aren't they? The possibilities of where voiceovers can look for work. It's a huge, huge potential source.
0: Well, let me say a huge thank you to our guest, Natalie Chisholm. Thank you, Natalie. I hope you've enjoyed it.
2: Oh, it's been great fun. Thanks for having me on.
0: (laughs) Don't worry. I will put all your details in the show notes.
2: OK. And remember, the easiest way to listen to How Do You Say That is to say to your smart speaker, Alexa, play How Do You Say That? But you can also subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and the latest episode will magically appear on your device every Friday. How's It that will indeed. Service? Yes,
0: absolutely. Uh, we'd also like your burning voiceover questions. What is it about the job, the marketing, the actual read, the audition process perhaps? The dealing with clients that's bothering you?
2: I know Sam and Mark love reviews. So do give them a review if you feel moved to do so.
0: Oh yes, that would be nice. Uh, here's a quick plug though. When you get a moment, listen to Claire's Fab Podcast with Camilla Laxton all about podcasts itself called Camilla and Claire Investigate Podcasting. Claire, thank you so much for stepping in while Sam's away. I do really appreciate it. We'll pop all of your details in the show notes too.
2: Thank you. It's been lovely. <laughs> it's been nice
0: to have you. And uh, that's it for this week. Again, thanks to both Natalie Chisholm and Claire Reeves. Tune in next week though for more scripts and another fabulous voiceover guest where we'll be asking all together please
1: How do you say that? How do you say that?